don't know. It's good. I just woke up way earlier than I have been waking up. I appreciate you calling in. I saw you just made coffee. Um, for people who do not know, you're calling in from Shanghai. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And you yeah. have also been in lockdown for how long now? A while. Something like 40-something days. I Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How are you keeping busy? I have been sleeping through the day because it's somehow easier to stay like in your house all the time at night in the dark when you just have screens. I've been doing a lot of Zoom uh, work with people in Europe, like people that I work with to make new stuff. So I've just been working on a lot of 3D stuff. And I guess surprisingly, I haven't, I haven't really been doing that much exercise and I've been cooking a lot. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. How are you, uh, I want to ask about the art, but um, just curious, how are you getting groceries? Is there, there's a robust delivery system, is that correct? Normally, yes, but actually they, they shut it down, the main and easy one. Like I, for example, I've lived here for three years and I hardly ever go to a physical grocery store. You know what I mean? Like the delivery is like, you just, it's, it's super fast and super convenient for everything, but it's been shut down pretty much. So you had a few different ways of getting things. There's a kind of like a thing called group buy, which is like getting your neighbors to pitch in on a, a wholesale order from somebody. Like also because of WeChat, there's a lot of like group forming and chatting and kind of like, a, it's a different way of, so there's little huh. groups like scroll up and like organize. And then like you order like 600 bucks of beef from like the butcher. And then like, there's also guys like scooter delivery guys who are not like, uh, working directly for the logistics company, but they're just working as couriers. And then you call them and you give them like a 10 buck tip, which I guess sounds like a lot or not, not a lot there, but it's like, nobody does that here. And then like, they will go and like to the outside of the city somewhere and like buy some eggs for you or something like that. So there's like, or, and then also of course, like mostly the government has been delivering quite a bit of food right. every week to drop off a box of like vegetables and random stuff and some food like that you don't know what it is and some stuff that's been pretty good i mean i ate a lot of pork belly because the government delivered a lot of pork belly and my neighbors didn't know how to cook it i saw some of the i saw some of the boxes online yeah and some of it looks pretty high quality and then there's other things that are like wait is this is this food even or like what is in the packaging yeah there was some spam that was i opened it out of curiosity and i was like oh God, it's like so. But for the most for the most part, I mean, people here are into vegetables. You know what I mean? If it yeah. was in America, I don't know what you'd be getting. You know, you'd be like frosted flakes and stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, it would be dire. You know, or like some. Look, I whatever. hope they're they're delivering me raw eggs and beef, and that's that's it. I'll turn everything else away. I don't need those vegetables. No, thank you, sir. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, tell us, what are you working on in Europe? What are you? Uh, what's the project that you're involved in now? It's mostly just mostly just the people that I work with to make 3D stuff. So I'm working with one guy in uh, Romania a lot. We're working on a bunch of different things. He has some other guys actually in Iran, some engineers in Iran that I'm working with. So there's just a bunch of new sculptures coming. Amazing. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very exciting. I should ask you, uh, I'm so very familiar with your work. And I know there's a lot of people in the discord and in the chat that are familiar with your stuff. But how would you how would you introduce yourself? What is the label that you like to use now? Because I know you as an artist, but you also make clothing, you do a number of projects. Uh, is there a professional label that you like to use today? I try to keep it simple and just keep it with artists. There was a time when I kind of like dropped out of making art and then I was struggling with a label, like a very slash kind of thing. And I had the experience that every time I would talk to someone, they'd be like, oh, what do you do? I was like, well, sometimes I... And then their eyes would just like glaze over and they would be like, don't know how to place you, must be a loser. And then just like walk away. 
So I find it definitely better to be like, I'm an artist. And if people want to unpack that, they can like look at the website or ask me questions more. I am. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sending video to you, but I'm wearing one of your shirts tonight for the stream. So yeah, Nick is a, a multifaceted creator. I have a question in the chat, actually, that I was I wanted to ask you this because we talked to Sean Monahan about Bitcoin Miami. Did you see the bull that they unveiled that looked, um, say, very aesthetically similar to a sculpture you had made pretty recently? Uh, yeah, but I, I think that bull took them quite a long time to make. If you think of the design process, I think the they probably time. worked on it for close to a year, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like the, I think the molding and casting process took them six months at least. So I don't think, and also like hard surfaces animals is like, it's hardly a, person you know what i mean it's it's sure, not something sure. you can really like you know i think it's like a genre so no i saw it i thought it was cool i thought it could have been a little bit more slim a little bit more like speedy you know what i mean i would have made it a little different but um i think it was a pretty cool sculpture for sure yeah why not i mean for what it is i think that's a funny thing about art you know especially on the internet like i even think that tiger is kind of like it's in a weird category between, you know, it's like, is it really art? Is it a thing? It's, it's just something, I don't know. It's a cool object. I think yeah. they chose the right model for that stuff. I got to see your show at Alyssa Davis. I want to say this was, God, was that pre-pandemic? Was that 2019? Yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah it was a really, yeah. really extraordinary piece that was, um, I want to describe it as like a biomech chair that was, uh, there's a, a very definite aesthetic to the tiger, which is maybe similar in the in the bull, but this is, you know, broadly inspired by some sci-fi genres that is very present in your work. And the piece that Alyssa Davis was like a gamer chair turned into a mech that was half of like a bio grown out arm. And it was sculpted of this unbelievably large piece of wood. Do you have any work that's coming up in the gala? People have been talking about this in the Discord. I think it's on Thursday of this week. Uh, Alyssa hit me up and she was like, can you buy like 30 pairs of underwear and like, pre-wear them? And then like- Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so Wait, are you selling underwear at the gala? She might be. She might be. I'm not sure. I didn't see any post about it. I mean, I- yeah, I don't know if I should give it away or not. Anyway, but I mean, something like that might be happening. Okay, okay. Don't reveal anything that you don't need to. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, literally. <laughs> okay, well, you, uh, you've you got a scoop here if you're watching the live stream. Uh, if you want to cop a pair of... God damn, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you then, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, one of the things that I think people may be familiar with your work is that uh, the body is very present. I just read this essay talking about the importance of the body on social media. You are super, super into fitness for way longer than I have been ironically, casually interested in fitness. For people who are maybe not familiar with your practice, can you talk about how you got interested in that topic and the importance of the body in the rest of your work. I know you've been working on a series of sculptures, quite literally exercise equipment, and you've done a bunch of that work in the past as well. Yeah, the history of it, I was 20. I was dating a girl who was a dancer, shout out Helga Redman, and she was training like mad all the time. And I had always done like sports as a kid, you know, uh, karate and soccer. And there was a brief period, I guess, like when I was just a stoner and I wasn't really being active. (laughs) And then at some point I was in Berlin and I was dating this girl and I was like, I'm missing something in my life. You know what I mean? And then shout out to another friend, Francesca Gavin, the curator. She was also working for the Soho House. I don't know if you know Soho House. It's probably, it's, I think it's worse in New York, but in we, Berlin, it had, got just him here opened. Too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it had just opened in Berlin and we were like 
Daniel and I, my former partner, buddy, got a free membership there with its empty brand new gym. And I was like, what should I do here? So I started to like read about sports. Training. Oh, that's wild. I didn't know they had a gym there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they had a gym wow. and it was like brand new, like and totally empty. There was like literally no person there. And I had, you know, I was like 20 or 21. I had like nothing to do because I was somehow surviving like from the what whatever, like DJ gigs that we were getting and like random little bits of money. And like, I just started work out all the time, you know, like every day, all the time, but without any plan, you know, and like totally insane. Like I had some, some iPhone app, like Nike training club. And then later at some other like some interval timing app. So I wasn't lifting, you know what I mean? And I wasn't mm. doing like a five by five and I wasn't like squatting. I was just doing like insane cardio jump twist mountain climber things. Cause I didn't want to, I somehow was afraid of like doing bodybuilding. Cause I didn't want to become like too self-obsessed with how I looked. You know, I was afraid. I was like, I'm vain. If I just try to bodybuild, it will be like a downward spiral. So yeah. I'll do like performance, what I thought was like a performance training thing. Yeah, it it creeps it creeps up on you. I well so okay, I used to I used to lift like a lot with Brad years back and it's just I can very easily fall into this thing where like my entire life and regimen revolves around adding like 2.5 pounds to the big lift every week and that's like your metric of how you're doing and um it's like attainable goals, you know, you feel like you're making progress on something, but it becomes insane. And like your body just becomes like, totally uh, wild. And that's not a healthy way to grow yourself or anything. I think, yeah. attainable, I think the measurable part of it was also important, you know, because I was like, we were making whatever arts and like, yeah, smoking a lot of weed and like a lot of things were unclear, you know, and like the thing about lifting and training and stuff is that it's like, it's pretty clear. You know what I mean? Like eventually when I did get into like actual training program, you know, you're like, did you increase the squat? Are you able to go up more? And that, that was kind of satisfying for me. So then eventually, yeah, I quit, I quit art for a while. Um, cause I had like a mental breakdown. I don't know, whatever. I just like lost the motivation and I was like straight up working in a pretty shit gym. I mean, people there were kind of nice, but it was like middle-aged German people like accountants and stuff and they weren't like cool it wasn't like a cool gym at all there was like basically nothing fun about it i had to wear a uniform you must have process, been the most interesting trainer in the whole place i mean that's the kind of place where people think that you're just fucking weird you know what i mean like no matter what and also like i was never really big you know what i mean like i might have been like kind of ripped but if you put like a shitty like like polyester uniform shirt on me and like the other guy is like drinking like a liter of olive oil a day to like <laughs> you know what I mean some of those yeah, yeah. Were huge and you're like middle-aged German lady you're like I'm gonna take that huge guy you know and I'm also sure. like not I, I'm like not I was also trying to always give people tons of information because I'm a fucking nerd so I was like oh actually did you know like blah 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 people were just like bro like I work for like the ministry I come here after work. All I want to do is like body pump and oh, go of course. home. Every, well, like, everybody oh, in Europe works the fucking government. You know what I mean? So like that guy was funny. He was also like, oh, have you ever smoked meth and like gone to the park and had wild gay sex? I was like, no, but. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The government people in Germany are still cool sometimes, I guess. That's, yeah, I, um, I heard a lot of that, a lot of that in Berlin. Yeah. So, well, let me ask this. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you is because you actually do know an extraordinary amount about fitness and you really care about it. And I feel like I've been digging through the muck of social media to try and find out if some of these weird bordering on conspiracy health fitness crazes from the, 
you know, right-wing bodybuilders of Twitter are actually true, like drinking heavy cream and eating raw liver and and whatever. Uh, and I realized that I've become totally obsessed with it. And I actually know very, very little of the science. And I'm doing a weird experiment to my body that seems to be working for right now, but is maybe not good in the in the long term. So maybe me wrangling you onto a podcast is a way to extract useful, good fitness advice <laughs> in the form of making content. Uh, I think. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. Was there a question? Sorry. Go ahead. Well, the question the question is: Do you have an opinion on some of these crazes of like? clarified butter, heavy cream, raw eggs, and lots of liver. Like, do you think there's something to what these guys are saying? Uh, or do you think it's a craze that's not good for you in the long run? I, I mean, I think all those things are totally fine. I think it, I think one thing about like sports and nutrition is that people are always looking for a black and white answer around stuff, you know, mm. like carbs are bad or like heavy lifting is good. Those things are fine, but they are not suitable for every person in every situation. And I think that if you want to find out really about like the kind of, if you want to find something closer to like an objective answer to things, it's better to read like textbooks, which sounds dry, I guess, but Actually like, that's what I research. did. Yeah. I, I, I literally just like, I got advanced sports nutrition volume three, you know what I mean? I was reading a lot of lifting and like sports performance, like textbooks, like Tudor Bompa and like Verkashansky, like these long dry books, like a lot of them, you know, like hundreds of pages, like literally a textbook. And like, if you read that stuff, then you look at like, I don't know, somebody like Pavel, who is kind of taking like textbook type information and putting it into like a short book with footnotes. You see the same stuff, you understand the pattern. And then you see the other stuff like in an Instagram post and you're like, okay, I recognize like the overall shape of this theme. And then you mm -hmm. can sort of like digest it. And so like the nutritional stuff, eating like whole food is a good idea. Yeah. Any kind of whole food is generally better than eating processed food. But like recently... There was a, a post from an NFL guy who's like, I don't know, whatever, like 7% body fat, 200 pounds. Like, I don't know if he's a wide receiver or something. The dude is like a God, you know what I mean? And he's like, yeah. oh, basically every day I wake up, I drink like a huge cup of Starbucks coffee. And then like, I go to the store and I buy like four bags of gummy bears. And, I eat oh, that <laughs> and then, and then I, and then at night I eat a big meal and everyone was like, this can't be real. This can't be real. You can't be that ripped and eating that many bags of gummy bears all That's day. That's a like, gallon of gummy bears a day. <laughs> like, Really, but but I mean, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna eat brown rice and steamed salmon, and then go run around on a field for eight hours. Like, it's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, sports drinks, like power gels, like all that stuff. What triathletes eat, it's just glucose. You know what I mean? It's glucose mixed with sucrose or whatever. There's like some patented blend. You know what I mean? But the bottom line is that he needs glucose for all that energy. And if you okay. want to have some fat shit in your body, glucose makes sense. Maybe he's going to get inflammation from that in 10 years. I don't know. But like, it totally makes sense to me. And I don't find it at all weird that he would just be eating tons of sugar to be able to train that much. And then at night, he's probably eating like a gigantic meal of like meat and rice and other shit. You know what I mean? Sure. But sure. also the guy is like a far out freak outlier. You know, he's already in the NFL. Like, I don't know what percentage of people. And also, if you look at like his, you know, his sprint times and jump times, I'm sure they're also superhuman. So it's like, He's already an anomaly. It. He's yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. That well. That that makes sense. I think it's probably important to to keep in mind that most of us who spend all day in front of the computer and then do a bit of like going to the gym in the afternoon or something like that probably don't need to be gog bad gallon of gummy bears a day. I think maybe. <laughs> 
I don't know. We could force meme that. It seems well. It, maybe it's already been memed with that uh, with that post from the guy. But yeah, what are you what are you doing in lockdown to stay fit? Do you have a program and a, a diet that you're working on, or you're uh, you must be going a little stir crazy at this point? I have been going a little stir crazy. I try not to think about it at all, basically, because I don't think that focusing on it helps. I mean, I'm like you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of a surrender situation. Like I can freak out and complain about it. And also, like, if you look into, like, the news about it, like, it doesn't make sense unless it's actually just about something completely different than what it seems mm-hmm. to be about. And then it makes sense. Then it's fine. You know what I mean? Then you're like, oh, right. It's just the state run media, it. you mean? No, it's- I mean, like, if it's, like, about preventing COVID and stuff, which oh. is, like, a version of COVID that doesn't even kill people, it's not about that. You know what I mean? It's about closing the borders and just, like, and also, like, inter-party struggle in China and stuff like that, which I hardly know about. But there are, I like, see. different factions and they're fighting. And this is kind of, like, part of that. Anyway, but so what I've been doing for fitness routine has been, well, I'm a huge fan of sandbags. Um, always have been since I read a really good PDF. One of the first PDFs I ever read from a guy called Ross Enemit. He has a PDF from a lot of years ago called Never Gymless, where he just like shows you how to make a bunch of really cool home fitness stuff and has a lot of like brutal training workouts with all that stuff. So shout out to that. Pick it up. I think it costs like $1 or something, that PDF, $3. $3. It's really worth it. Whoa, whoa. Selling um, a PDF. Sir, are you crazy? Not my own. Not He's my own. No, no. I mean, if so, if someone were to catch oh. wind of this and make memes about it, God forbid, it could go fucking crazy. I, I don't know <laughs> if you know what my life has been like the last two weeks, but I'm, oh, I'm in hot water for selling a PDF, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I was a little bit, I was, yeah, I wasn't going to mention it, but it looked yeah. funny. I will, I will um, serve you too, sir. If you send my PDF, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, continue. Okay. What was the name um, of this? It sounds, it sounds good. Anime. It's called Never Gymless. Okay. Never Gymless. And he's like a boxing coach. Anyway, he's a beast. Um, the book is good. It has a lot of sandbag stuff. So yeah, I got a sandbag, which I use a bit. And then I've been working on sprinting. I, I think sprinting is really interesting. Running fast is like insanely complicated. And like, if you really want to change the habit of running fast, it's so hard. And you have to mm-hmm. like record video and then somehow look at the video in slow motion and then look for like key timing sequences and then like try oh, to change them again. And I so I've been working with yeah. this guy called Bar Running, who's like this savant freak dude in California who just like makes all these videos in his backyard. And he's like some kind of genius, but also he has a very guru-esque teaching strategy where he's just like, got to move the foot. It's all about the foot. And you're like, what? What the? I need more information. <laughs> he's just like just doesn't reply you know what i mean so he he's cool though i've been following him for years and like i definitely i think he's got some really good stuff to say as a kind of a non-expert in running but anyway i've been working on that and then like i just do handstand push-ups i think handstand push-up i have a philosophy about building muscle which i got from uh christian thibodeau if you're gonna get into bodybuilding just work on the silhouette stuff like forget about building up your chest forget about building up your biceps and stuff like that work on your traps and your lats and your forearms and your delts and i guess your quads if you want i actually have been losing some quad gains which i think is probably good because like at one point if you do squat a lot you just start to look shorter and like if you wear like Mm. anything that isn't like sweatpants yeah like you just can't move around you know so like yes it's yes. not I mean, it's kind of like squatting is great. And I love the feeling of like the risk of like really heavy weight that focuses me in, you know what I mean? When it's like whatever, hundred, 115, 120 kilos. And you're like, okay, I have to do this now. I'm here. Like that is a good thing as a practice. 
but like the benefit the side effect of like getting bigger and bigger quads is like i mean so anyway you don't fit into your clothes but i i absolutely agree that like in a, a stressful schedule living in today's world one of the only times that i am absolutely focused and not thinking about or stressing about work or what i have to do is when there's a very heavy amount of weight on my shoulders and the only thing that i can focus on in this moment is bringing it down and bringing it back up and that's kind of exhilarating but uh yes i've heard from many people who start lifting that uh they don't fit into their skinny jeans anymore and like their legs are too big and they have to buy different pants and yeah, I, like yeah. Skinny jeans, you know, I mean? it's like normal pants, just regular you know, like pants. Get like a suit made, or you go to like you want to have like I don't know, like product clothes, or if you like designer clothes, and you're like, damn, like those. I just you know you don't have the body type for it anymore, and it it's you know. Yeah, I've at this point in my life, I've completely just. I used to have a pretense that I was lifting for health or fitness or whatever, but now I I really only lift for aesthetics. So I totally uh, agree that yeah, the silhouette and like sculpting different parts of your body, and I feel like that is the. I'm interested in fitness and and health and everything like that, but I also I also find it to be an aesthetic pursuit in that I'm like making myself in the way that I want to look. And I'm like building this sculpture in a very slow sense of like, okay, I want to get some more definition on my lats. And I want to do like, you just transform yourself as if you're chiseling away or adding more material somewhere else. And yeah, it feels like a, it feels like an art project, I guess. And, and it's, it's literally an art project in that I'm like making work about it and I'm writing about it and all these things. So I'm sure you feel similarly. I mean, yes, to a certain extent, but I, I mean, bodybuilding, like, you know, that's what, that's what it is, right? Bodybuilding and whether it's like you do it through, you know, split extra, like a bunch of different small exercises or whether you do it through like the big three or whatever way, you know, it's still right. It's about changing your shape, but I kind of got into like a pretty good shape, like, I don't know, 12 years ago and have like been able to maintain that. So in the same time, like, aside from like the dysmorphia that everyone suffers from with like looking at yourself in the mirror and like you get used to it and then you think it's not enough and you want to do more again. Mm -hmm. I have not wanted to like change how I look so much. It's more about kind of just like maintaining it. And like the interesting stuff is about kind of like this sprinting thing, which is not about how I look. It's about Mm -hmm. like how my feet sequence on the ground, like what my hamstrings are doing. And like, also, like I spent a lot of time in the last years doing actually sports like jujitsu, rock climbing, even like contemporary dance when I was in Berlin, which I loved and miss a lot. And other things like somatic stuff, like Alexander technique and like uh, Klein technique, which you guys have in New York and you can actually do, which doesn't exist in China. So you should go check it out. And I think those things, they're about technique and they're about like becoming better at a thing you know that an abstract thing a thing that has no point you know going up the wall or like making somebody tap but i do think that that is somehow for me like a kind of a healthier thing to focus on it's like getting better Mm. versus like the physical look thing but that's to say i mean like of course like the aesthetic is always like super important it's always in the background and probably if i didn't have pretty easy results getting a good aesthetic i maybe would have spent more time thinking about that but i'm like lucky that i was always kind of skinny and when I started training, I just gained muscle. I've never had any fat. And I've always been like, yeah, maybe it's that's easy if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. set up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody starts from different are, places. Yeah. I have friends that have been doing carnivore lately, speaking of like fad diets. Hmm. And they've been getting really good results. I have to say, just like eating only meat. 
Just like I've heard it from a few people now. Yeah, they laugh at the Jordan Peterson lion diet stuff, but it's like I don't know. I seem to meet a new person every week who's like, yeah, I only do meat. I like rarely eat vegetables, and it's fucking wild. Yeah, I, I, I really. I mean, I think as a tool in the toolbox, like if you really want to shred down for like you know six weeks and you just only eat meat, it's. But if you you won't just get good performance period, out of that, yeah. it's just not possible. Like, there's no way that those people are like the gummy bear guy you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> you, you need glucose you know what i mean and your body can can produce it another way but like it's slower to just get it out of protein and it's not that if so like yeah i was planning to do a, a program of like an experiment for a six-week thing and to do the um <laughs> to do as much of the crazy egg and meat diet as I, I could, but it may be just prohibitive in terms of like time and energy and that I'm just not going to have enough fuel in my body and I'll be exhausted and I won't be able to fulfill the rest of my work. So we'll, we'll see how we get to it. And I also, I feel like I, I encapsulated a lot of my ideas about the subject in this text that I'll, I'll publish in the near future. Um, well, first, I wanted to simp for a second in that I'm a huge fan of your work. I know that there's a lot of people in the community who are also fans. Flip and I took a selfie outside of Forlini's where we both happened to be wearing your shirts that evening. Yeah, so I encourage people who are in the, the chat or listening to the audio afterward to check out Nick's work. Let me just read your handles here. At Nick Cosmas on Instagram, N-I-K-K-O-S-M-A-S. And you can find a link to Nick's stuff in his bio, cosmos.systems. Uh, Fuck, I keep I, I keep losing it tonight. Can't say. You'll find the link in Nick's bio. It's great. Yeah, uh, I, I love your work. Um, so I'm going to start a uh, health and fitness channel in the Discord. Who else... I'm going to make the rounds of artists who are really into fitness. I've got Ryan Malidi on my list. I've got a few other people. Um, who should I add to it? Who else is um, anybody else come to mind as a good guest? Oh, um, off the top of my head. Like there's a guy called David Adamo. who's a really good friend of mine. He lives in Berlin. I think he's never been on a podcast or like he barely used the internet, but like he, he's like a, really I know his good work. Wrestler. I've never met, really but I know his work. Wrestler. And uh, he also has become an Alexander Technique teacher. So he would have like kind of an interesting angle. Oh, that would um, be great. Uh, I don't know if you know what Alexander Technique is. but like I, I, I don't, but if he's an expert in something, it's much more than me scrolling Twitter and trying to separate uh, conspiracies from years, real info. It takes a couple of years to get the certification. You know, it's like one of those things, like you go to a school every day and like it takes like you have a half, half day of school. He's done it for some years. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I'll think of some other ones and I'll drop it into you with a chat. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll keep, we'll keep a line open and um, uh, I'll, I'll make a list of people. And I think it'll be just like a fun background uh, project for the next, I don't know, a uh, few weeks. Yeah. It's a, a infinitely fun and fascinating topic. Nick, thank you so much for calling in. This is great. Uh, I, I won't take up any more of your time. I appreciate your early brewing of coffee uh, after you've been on such a late schedule, but it's a blast to chat with you. And I will look forward to your work at the maybe Alyssa Davis gala uh, in the near future. That oh sounds God. really yeah, I mean, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks for having me. Yes. And uh, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I could go on a lot. I think we, we scratch. There's like, that's the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more. Maybe we should um, do more then. It. Maybe we should because I feel like it's yeah. Maybe maybe this is actually important for me to stop doing internet research and uh, potentially poisoning my body with amoebas and worms by eating all sorts of raw weird shit. Uh, <laughs> which is it's good. Yeah. I'm going to publish the essay. I can say that I did it. But now I can get more serious about fitness. So that would be a good development.
Anytime, anytime. There's a lot of cool, I can, I mean, I have a lot of good resources and like le- legendary books and like uh, cool people to check out that I think everybody could benefit from in a way. If you have the time and the inclination, it takes, it takes a long time to even be able to absorb the information. That's what I found about it though. You know, like the first time you read some sets and reps type stuff, you're like, oh, anyway, talk about it later. Yeah. Take care, bro. Absolutely. See you. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Okay. See you in the discord. Bye bye. All right. Later.